Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Hello, friends. This week's question comes from Soraya, who says, is anyone else seeing this pandemic bring out potentially problematic coping mechanisms in their kids? I have twin four-year-old daughters... One of them is definitely trying to eat her feelings. She asks for sweets and cookies every 20 minutes. The other is a future candidate for hoarders. I try to pick up and throw out old cotton balls that she has thrown all over the porch as snow, and she started to melt down. She was going to miss them. Uh, Soraya, I think we can all, in a giant chorus from out here in cyberspace, say, yes, we are seeing problematic coping mechanisms in our kids. Uh, All of us are. We did an episode about uh, the great regression. So a lot of kids moving backwards, potty trained kids back in diapers, kids who were sleeping through the night, waking up at night. And this is all related to like, it's a strange kind of crisis we're in, right? Because it's not like, I was just reading a book with my sixth grader about a kid kind of living through war and you know there are bombs going off and there's all this danger all the time. And so the family's kind of huddled together. This is like, it's almost like regular life, but you don't go anywhere. I think the number one factor for what's going on with kids is they're feeling anxious themselves and they're picking up on a lot of ambient anxiety. But there are a couple of other factors. So my number one thing to say to you is make like Elsa and let it go to the degree that you can. I had a kid who was a crazy hoarder. I mean, when he was three, four years old, he would, he was like a squirrel. He would, everywhere he went, his pockets would be full. He put it in his bed. If I tried to move it out of his bed, he would freak out and he would sleep in this bed full of stuff. If I can find a picture of it, I will put it up because it's LOL. But I mean, the reason why I took a picture of it is because I was like, this isn't going to last. And I wanted to have a record of it. So he went through this, when I say hoarding, Listen, guys, I'm not even a little bit joking. At some point, I went up to his bunk bed and he had one of those candidates yard signs in his bed with him with the stick on it. I mean, crazy. Guess what happens to a hoarding phase? It ends. Um, Same thing, I think, with the kid looking for sweets and comfort. I mean, I am definitely not one to point fingers on making poor choices in nutrition during the pandemic. I'm like, we can bake our way out of this thing and eat baked goods out of this thing. 
All that being said, I do have a kid who ended up kind of sick from really not eating enough and not exercising enough during this time. And so it's a good idea, I think, at this time to relax, realize there's a reason it's happening, and then move your parameters out a bit and then hold again. Behavior that is outside of your limits, such as for my kid, he figured out how to use the blender and was literally making like four milkshakes a day. I finally had to say, you can have a milkshake every single day until this is over, but you can have one. Because going from four to one made a huge difference. Same thing with basically the dinner free-for-alls. I started saying, okay, three nights a week, I need to commit to making a healthy dinner that involves a lot of vegetables. So that the other couple of nights that are free-for-all, we're kind of balancing it out. So I think find a new happy place that is somewhere in the middle. I think try to help your kids as much as possible with dealing. And I went to Childmind Institute and here are a couple of things, a couple of suggestions that they had that resonated with me. Keep a routine in place. So I think this is sort of important. Like We said on the regression episode, like your kids are looking for safety and boundaries from you because they're very anxious about what's going on. So keep bedtime the same. Make them sit down to dinner three nights a week. Refind the structure because some of the acting out is like, what are the rules? Is is the world upside down? You know, are cats lying down with dogs? They're not. Everything's pretty much the same, but we're in a difficult situation. Reinforce that with them. Big thing in my family, get exercise. It seems really obvious, but... I realized now it's nicer outside, I'm in New York, but especially on like the cold rainy days, my kids would sit upstairs and do homeschool from nine to 11, then we would break 11 to one and they would have lunch and play, you know, something and then one to three. And then after that, they would get a screen break. And then after that, it was dinner. And I have a kid who really likes to work with Legos. And I realized maybe three weeks in, he has not had any real exercise in weeks because he what his downtime is sitting and playing with Legos. And so make sure you are running those kids like wild horses because they need, need, need the exercise and find ways to make that happen. It helps with anxiety. Um, and then manage your own anxiety, limit your consumption of news. So like the less you can work yourself up about this. And I think as we go forward and it seems the whole thing seems a little bit more like okay, maybe we can deal with this, this gets easier. And then the last tip they had, which I I liked, and we've started really doing this, is make plans. So we talk a lot about structuring our days, having the whiteboard for anxious kids, this is what's gonna happen, then that's what's gonna happen. And so they're just kind of moving through a formula that feels comfortable for them. But I would add to this, this idea of making plans. And the plans can be really simple. And I know some places are opening, some places are not opening, but our plans might be, there's an ice cream shop three towns away, and we're gonna drive there on Saturday afternoon because they have that kind of ice cream that you usually only get upstate, an example from my life. And so all week, Saturday is something to look forward to. And I think, again, it just helps restructure. It's not just like every day is the same and I'm so anxious that I have to hold on to my cotton balls. Every day is the same and I'm so anxious that I have to eat sweets to calm down. We're all feeling that, but as much as you can push back against that, listen to the Great Regression episode. I think that's gonna help you out. And mostly, Soraya, I would say, it's a phase, this too shall pass. Keep your boundaries in place, but give a little bit more room for it just to say like, yep, we all need a little extra comfort right now, 
but we're not gonna go to a place where we're gonna make ourselves sick or develop really bad habits. And then you've got this. We're all going through the same thing, I promise. I hope that helped. And if you have a question for myself or Amy, you can submit them to questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. You can ask them in our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash whatfreshhellcast. Yeah, those are the two things you can do. (laughs) All right, thanks guys. Talk to you next time. Stay well. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.